Super Talk Mississippi media production. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, we're glad you are. Welcome to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Glad you're listening around the state, online, wherever you're tuned in, broadcasting from the Southern Bank Course Studios. Hattiesburg and Laurel today. The full gang is here. The opening segment is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, and we're proud to have them on our team. Great place for you to take your family. Great place for you to cater your next event. Let Dickie's do your catering. Want to get right to it? It is basketball day on the Eagle Hour. We've got head coach Jay Ladner and coming up, Coach Joy Lee McNellis, the two most popular uh, sports figures in Hattiesburg right now. And Coach Jay Ladner, the <laughs> the Sun Belt Coach of the Year. Congratulations, Coach. Uh, all of us here on the Eagle Hour could not be happier for you. Well, Bob, I really appreciate y'all more than you'll ever know, and I'm very thankful and Y'all believed in us when when maybe nobody else did, and I know y'all caught a lot of heck uh, last year when you were defending us. And I can't tell you how much I I appreciate that because y'all didn't take like most people take the popular uh, uh, you know the popular stance. And um, and I'm I'm thankful that we were able to get it turned around. And and by the way, it was on y'all's show. If we can back up a little bit, I wish I wish I would have thought about it ahead of time and got y'all to. Uh, clip one of the archives when y'all had Coach Juan Cardona on (laughs) prior to the season and he said we're going to win the league and uh and and it of course it caused a little bit of an uproar and uh I was listening at the time I about choked on my own you know (laughs) the food I was eating at lunch and Kelly called me during the uh y'all's first break he said coach did you did you uh did you okay that statement and I was I was trying to backtrack I said well you know I'll never go out there and say something like that then I said you know what he believes that yeah and uh and and look hey it it it, I think Dizzy Dean said it is not is not bragging if you can do it so Anyway, uh, it, we're not bragging, but I, I'm certainly uh, happy that that we were able to validate his prediction. Well, you did. Twenty five and five, fourteen and four in the league, fifteen fifteen and zero at home, and, and some of those games were just were just so electric. Uh, where were you when you found out you had gotten Coach of the Year, and what does that mean to you personally, Coach Ladner? Well, well, it's it's very humbling. I, I, I've got two ways to kind of answer that. First of all. I didn't know, uh, you know, I, I, I was actually on my way home yesterday afternoon and Coach Cardona called me. I was checking on my dad. A lot of folks listening will know who my dad is. And, and anyway, he's got COVID. He, he's, he's relocated back down to his boyhood home in Hancock County. And I was on the phone. I had left the office and I was on my way to my house. And Coach Cardona called. I, of course, when he, I saw it was his, I'm on the other line, so I didn't click over to him. Because I said, well, I'll just call Juan right back. And then he called right back again. I said, uh-oh, we may have a – there may be a problem. So I told my dad, I said, Dad, let me let me, let me me get off. And uh, Coach Juan's called back-to-back. I said, it may be a problem. 
Well, anyway, he was so excited, Coach Cardona. Coach, Coach, uh, congratulations. I didn't know what he was talking about. And uh, to be honest with you, I thought I didn't know that they even announced it this early. I just assumed they would announce it after the tournament, you know. And uh, so it caught me, of course, a little bit off guard. But I I was very uh, humbled by it. And I'm not trying to come across as Mr. Humble, but – it, you know, when you get those kind of awards, that's you get it, but it you don't get that unless you first of all have a really good team, and and so our players are first and foremost the ones to give the credit to, and then we've got just a great staff, and then lastly, but certainly not least, our the way that our fan base supported us during the conference play, making Reed Green Coliseum so hard to play in. I mean, I I I accept the award and. But I want to make sure I'm, I've been in it long enough to I know that there's a lot more to it. It wasn't it wasn't just me. I'm I'm very thankful. Uh, the other part of it is Bob, as I'm, I guess the really really humbling part is that that's voted on by the other 13 coaches in the league. And right, right. That's to know that your colleagues and some of the guys that you hold in high esteem and uh, you compete against hard and and that they they thought enough of you like that. That that's gratifying. But. It's certainly I, I, I I'm thankful to get it and excited to get it, but I'm also uh, thankful for all the other people that made it uh, possible. Right. And uh, so that that's that's how I feel about that. All right, Luke, get in here with Coach Ladner. Coach, uh, talk about um, you know after the the South Alabama game, knowing what you needed to do, needed help, uh, and and then the next Thursday you you lose the Old Dominion. I, I didn't. I would never think you guys were second guessing yourself. But what was the message to the team between, you know, especially after the old Dominion game, knowing that you had to have, have help from the team that just beat you going into Texas State because the Texas State game, you guys played so much better against them than than yeah. uh, than the first game. It was a much tighter game. No, no, no doubt. Um, uh, you know, after all, well, we were throwing everything we had in in in, in course in each game was critical to us and. First of all, to, to make sure everybody understands, Old Dominion's got a good team, you know. And uh, you know, I, I got uh, I, I got, of course, from some of my anonymous fans. I had I had one guy send me a picture. Of course, I don't know if it's a guy, maybe been a girl, but it was from an anonymous number uh, saying uh, it had a, had a picture of a guy soiling himself. If you can understand what that is from the backside, uh, that and uh, another guy told me we collapsed. And I'm thinking to myself, man, they're, this is an 18-11 team at their, at their place, and they're one of the hotter teams in the league. I'm not sure we exactly collapsed. But, you know, we were 15, 14 of 25 at the foul line. Of course, did we play our best? No. But our guys did compete and played hard like they always do. So I didn't have an issue there. We just didn't play well enough. And, then, of course, the score's tied with 40-some seconds left, and we just didn't finish. But in, And there were things that happened up to that point we didn't do well enough. So I have to give Old Dominion credit. But we got beat. And – so now, of course, we go to to Texas State, and I'm taking a positive approach, guys. It's going to come down. We may not be able. To, we may not be the number one seed, but we can be co-champions, and that's only happened uh, two other times in the history of our basketball program at USM since we'd gone Division One in '71. I said, so we got a lot to play for, and uh, and we just kind of regrouped. We had a big team meeting, and you know what do we got to get done, and. And I was so proud of our guys, the way they responded. And I told my wife earlier that day, I said, uh, well, she's always asking and she's nervous. And how does the team look, Jay? And I said, well, I don't know if we're going to win, 
I said, but I can tell you this, they're ready. And I've never felt more confident about our team than I had going into that game against Texas State. So I knew we were ready to play. I knew uh, we were going to put our best foot forward. Of course, never guaranteeing a win, especially on the road. But uh, I, I was really, really pleased with the way our team played. I, I was interested, Coach, the way that Nick Williams, he was on the program with us uh, last week, assistant coach Nick Williams. He said rather matter-of-factly, uh, you know, listening to the tone in his voice, he said, I'm not worried about us losing two games in a row. We, we, just, we, don't, <laughs> we don't lose two games in a row. And it was, it was almost like this is a business trip and we got this. Yep. Well, you know, one of the, our mantras, of course, there's a lot of things that we say. Nick's a first-year coach. I probably would never, just like with Juan, you know, I, I wouldn't come out and go say what Juan said, but what Juan was saying was what we believed internally, right? Right. About, hey, we're going to go win the league. And another thing that we say, of course, sometimes it's rather uh, boastfully, hey, we don't lose two games in a row. Good teams don't lose two games in a row. And that, that of course, is immediately after that game at Old Dominion, hey, we hadn't lost two games in a row all year, and we're not going to start now. And, uh, and of course, that, you know, we, we, we immediately packaged that game behind us, just like we did South Alabama a few weeks before. They beat us, um, didn't play our best, but let's get on to the next one. And, of course, we bounced back and won that next game. And, uh, and so, that's Kelly, that was kind of our deal. We, hey, we're not going to lose two games in a row. And uh, that's what Nick was saying, what, what we believe uh, internally. All right, Coach. Talk about the tournament. Uh, you, you're going to play. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to play the winner of, of two pretty good teams, uh, App yep. State and South Alabama. South Alabama gave you a lot of trouble. You have any preference? No, I, I, both of them are to me are equally good. Uh, a little bit of my competitive nature says South Alabama, uh, just because they beat us worse than anybody beat us this year, and. You know, I just – but but I can tell you this, uh, Dustin Kearns, the head coach at App State, this, this is a team that's got NCAA tournament experience. He's They're well coached and they're very talented. And to be honest with you, they're very similar to South Alabama, big old physical guards. And uh, so it, it, that's going to be a heck of a game. So I don't really have a preference. Um, both of them are going to be good. To me, it's a testament to how, and I've said this every time I've been on your show and everywhere else for that matter, for anybody that's listen, how good our league is uh, for those two teams to be eight and nine. You know, uh, I find that hard to believe, but our, our league is just really, really good across the board. And So uh, the tournament, though, there's, there's three phases to a season. Our team has been amazingly consistent. And, and what I mean by that is, we in the non you have your non conference schedule. We were eleven and two. In your con, in a conference schedule, we were fourteen and four. Well, now we start the final exam phase, so to speak. And our major goal is to get to the NCAA tournament. All right, coach. Let me interrupt you. Coach, hold that okay. thought. I'm gonna hold you over. Be right back. If that's good. Uh, Sounds good. Coach Jay Ladner, right on the other side of a short break. Jordan Lee McDowell, still to come. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, Campus Bookmark, CampusBookmark.net sponsors this segment of the Eagle Hour. They've got great basketball apparel down there. 
And uh, make sure you get your conference tournament stuff at Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street, campusbookmart.net. Just around the corner, uh, women's basketball coach Joy Lee McNellis, who has a championship to uh, to talk about herself. But right now, wanted to uh, wrap up our conversation uh, with Coach Ladner. Uh, I know Luke's got another question for you, Coach. But before but before I throw it to Luke, I got to tell you, and I think I said this to you one time uh, after a game earlier. I believe Coach Turk is smiling from above uh, down at uh, at what you've brought back to to Southern Miss basketball. Well. Bob, if you could see me right now, and by you saying that, I'm smiling ear to ear. Uh, of course, I love Coach Turk. Uh, he was like a father to me and a lot of others. Uh, of course, the patriarch of our program took our program to a to a place that, that made everybody proud and, 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 and has driven my motivation to try to help us get back there. And I, But I do think Coach is looking down and is real happy. And I, I'll be honest with you, there's not a day goes by that I don't think about him, especially being there in the Coliseum. And I sure wish he was here right now to to enjoy it with us. You know how I used to throw his his sport I was coat. Say, throw that coat up one well, more time. <laughs> the marketing department, if we could get somebody up the top of Reed Green Coliseum and just float a a jacket down from the from the ceiling. My favorite would... story. I don't know if it's true, but he threw it up in the stands one time at Louisiana Tech, and the students wouldn't give it back, and they were chanting "cheap suit, cheap suit." That's uh, <laughs> that is true. Do y'all know, of course, if Neftali Alvarez again uh, throws the ball up on the backboard and attempting to alley-oop on a player trailing him at the end of it like he did in the Georgia Southern game, I, I may start throwing it myself more often. <laughs> All right, Luke, one more question, and we'll let Coach go. I know he's got a lot to do. Crowley, Newcomer of the Year, Coach Ladner, uh, Coach of the Year, Crowley, first team, uh, all Sun Belt, Hase, second team, Pinckney, third team. But there's so many other guys, and and I guess yeah. I get your comment on this. It's been a staple this year for our our players to run up into the stands after they you know get done with the the students and just embrace our fans. And and I guess our fans would love to know, Coach Ladner, why that's become such such popular with your players. Well, they they well, first of all, we've got a good group of guys. We don't have guys that are arrogant. They're very humble. They understand what the crowds mean to us and the fans, and they love that. And we just started it kind of off the off the cuff. Just hey, y'all go up in the stands and thank everybody. Well, it became a a deal in itself. And I can't tell you how many. Of course, then the kids swarm the floor after the game, and I can't tell you how much that's meant uh, to see all those smiling faces out there and kids and running up. And our players have been one. They've been great about that. And. Uh, so it's been a really uh, a unique uh, kind of happening, so to speak, and you know it just it just something that just started and uh, kind of took on a life of its own. But it's it's our way of saying, hey, we're part of the community. We're thankful for y'all's support, and we're all in this thing together. All right, coach. It's just been so much fun. It's hard to describe, and the best is still in front of us. So we're really excited about this weekend, and happy for you. And thank you as always for coming on our show. Bob, Bob, Kelly, Luke. Again, anytime y'all need me, I'll I, we'll we'll go we'll go to Hades with you. You know, because y'all y'all stuck in there, y'all stuck in there with us when nobody did, and I, I'm forever indebted to you three for that. And thank you very much. So anytime y'all need me, y'all let me know. All right, Coach Coach Jay Ladner, everybody. Uh, great year. Also, Luke Johnson, great year for women's basketball. I'm gonna let you sum it up. We're gonna see if we can't. Uh, 
if we can't wrestle down Coach McDellis. Yeah, Lady Eagles, uh, co-champions of the Sun Belt, 20-9, and 13-5 and five in the Sun Belt. They also had the Sun Belt listed out some uh, uh, awards. Uh, Southern Miss Golden Eagle, Dominique Davis, no, uh, no surprise on this. She's first team all-conference. And uh, you look at you know what she's done this year, just just absolutely phenomenal towards the end of the year, playing with that bad back, um, averaging seventeen point eight yard or eight points uh, a game, and and for uh, for Kelly, you know, for a shooting guard, she's averaging about five rebounds uh, per game as well. Just a phenomenal year from Dominique Davis. All right, here she is, guys. Uh, we've got the. Uh... Another conference championship coach on the Eagle Hour with us today, uh, Coach McGillis. Uh, congratulations! You know, I've been following. I've been following the Lady Eagles pretty closely all year, and uh, like I just told Coach Landner, I, I just could not be happier for that gritty bunch of young women that you have. Well, I sure appreciate that, and they definitely are. You know, we've battled a lot of things, Bob. And you've been on the inside, knowing a little bit of the things that we've battled with all our injuries and crazy crazy injuries, should we say, and, you know, hit a wall there for a little bit where we were losing, and, you know, it just it, it just whacked us mentally. And for them to be able to fight and come back and and play the way we did, winning five straight and winning that game at Louisiana and overtime where Dom Davis basically put us on her shoulder. Actually, she came by this morning and uh, in between her classes, and we watched the last two and a half minutes of that game uh, in overtime just so I wanted to show her the difference in how she played in the two and a half minutes of overtime and when she played throughout the game. And, you know, I thought she did a tremendous job of really saying we will not be denied. And we've talked a lot about that quote, we will not be denied. Well, Coach McNellis, we, we actually, to show you how important you are, Joy Lee, to this show, we actually had Beyonce scheduled for an interview. But we canceled her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, she, she's just going to have to wait. Um, oh, my goodness. But <laughs> when, are full of it. When, when you look at, at your, your club, I want to talk about your club with, with Dom in the lineup and with her out of the lineup. You know, I think oh, a lot of people yeah. initially thought that so goes Dom, so goes the team. But I think in many respects, people other than Dom showed some maturity as the season went on because you guys overcame the times that, that she was out of the, Clearly, you're better with her in the lineup as a team. But you're, you're just, it's, not, it's not like you give up a whole lot, even with her out of the lineup as good as she is. You know, I think, and I'll use Texas State as an example, um, and we got beat at Texas State in overtime, but I think a lot of factors played into that. But, for example, she goes out in the very first play of the second quarter at Texas State. Most of the time people would say, we're done. Right. But I felt like our our players really stepped up. And, I mean, we're at the free throw line with the game on the line. We make two free throws, we win the ball game. We made one, miss one, and it goes into OT. And then we end up losing an OT. But I think that you're seeing now, because we've had to play or practice a lot without Dom, uh, because she really doesn't practice much during the week at all, we've seen some confidence grow in some of our other players right. and them taking some ownership. So I think in turn it's made us better as a team. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it certainly has, has played itself out. Now, the way that the Sunbelt Tournament works this year is that you – 
regardless of what happens this weekend, and we're all hoping for the best, of course, Selection Sunday isn't until the following Sunday, so you could potentially have almost two weeks off. Let's say the best does happen and you get the NCAA bid. Two weeks is, is a lot to deal with, and I know it's one game at a time, but would you rather have the conference tournament now or play another week of games and have the tournament next week? I'd rather have the tournament right afterwards. I think there's too many things that happens when you get out of game mode, personally. Um, I just I think as long as you can keep your team focused, bam, 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 and when you have that much time off, you have to give them off. You know, you've got to give them a mental break. And so, you know, what we would do, we win the conference championship, we would give them off a couple of days and then bring them back. Uh, probably three days, then bring them back. Or two days, bring them back, practice a little bit, give them another day off. Um, but I just, I prefer this. I, it happened one time before I've been a part of this one other time, when the great Midwest, which has been many, many years ago, um, before it was Conference USA and it went great Midwest, uh, when I was at Memphis, they that happened. We played it early like this, and that's the only other time I've been in it. Uh, to be a part of that, um, but you like it this want... way? No, no, you don't I would like rather, it. Like gotcha. gotcha. I'd rather keep in game mode and let's yeah. roll. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Coach, can you hang on through the break? Uh, we're sure. running, but we want to keep you. We've got lots more to talk to you about, uh, Coach Joy Lee McDellis. On the other side of the break, want to remind everybody though, while I've got just a second, about Jana King, one of the great sponsors of the Eagle Hour. Uh, Jana King is the king of clean. Their team has been working for over 35 years cleaning your places of work, education, medicine, eateries, stadiums, and worship. You can go to JanaKingCleans.com. That's JanaKingCleans.com. Also, I want to remind you about the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast. Uh, lots of folks find us there. Apple Podcast, Audible, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour Speaking of Dom Davis, we're going to be talking to that young lady uh, later this afternoon. We will have Dom and Austin Crowley both on the show Thursday. Tomorrow, we've got there's some new quarterbacks in town, guys. We've got Clemson transfer Billy Wiles and Houston transfer Holman Edwards on the Eagle Hour. Does anybody cover Southern Miss like this show, Kelly? And let me tell you something. It's great that Janet came on. To, to, for this program because the Lady Eagles are getting ready to clean up in Pensacola. I think you're right. We'll be back. Uh, Coach McNellis uh, will tell us what to expect next on the Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, 4th Street Barn Grill sponsors this segment of the Super Talk Eagle Hour, and we're glad to do. Had catfish down there Friday, man. Man, it's good. And they're, they're partying there Saturday morning, Bob, for anybody that's not going to Pensacola. Of course, the men's game is Saturday morning, and I'm sure they're going to be watching the women's game, too, on Friday. But Saturday morning, a big uh, to-do at 4th Street. All right, D1, D-Bat, appreciate the, all they do uh, for the Eagle Hour. 
as well as well as Mobay Beignet Company, the official beignet store of the Super Talk Eagle. And the, I will tell you, hey, those beignets are good. So let me ask you about that, Coach. Uh, you, so you you had a beignet down at Mobay Beignet, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, right. I have. Can you can you visualize that Luke ate six in two minutes and fifteen seconds? Did you up Chuck afterwards? <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> Not allowed. Uh, but that that wasn't even the surprising part. Sander dumped a whole tray of powdered sugar on his head after I beat him. Yeah. Oh my yeah Luke, now that's not surprising. I understand. Oh, my goodness. Well, when all that powder was in my hair, though, people thought that I looked like George Clooney. I didn't see it myself. No, but. I didn't either, now that you mentioned it. Rick James, <laughs> maybe. Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus. Hey. 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 There we go. Good one, Coach. Hey. Yeah, there we go. There see, we people go. always say, people always say, y'all are just really hard. On Sander. Yeah. Joy Lee McNellis understands it too. So. Yeah. Get, call Beyonce back, Bob. Call her back. <laughs> hey, Coach, uh, I do want to start off the segment. Just, I got verification from Jack McDonald um, during our last commercial break. First time in Southern Miss history that the men and women have won a regular season conference championship. What, what does that mean, not only for your program, for Coach Ladner's program, but for Southern Miss basketball? Pretty extraordinary. First year in the league. You know, I, I think obviously it's. An accomplishment, and I first would like to say hats off to Jay and his staff and his team. I mean, what a remarkable turnaround! Um, you know, last year, and I, and I love Jay. I've known Jay all his life, um, and he's just done such a great job. He hired a great staff, and oh, one. I mean, he showed up with long hair, and he's he set fire on everybody. He burned his hair off, <laughs> and he's got his head shaved now, but. Uh, Hope Juan's listening. Um, but, uh, you know, they are just fired with energy, and Juan just you know, ignites every bit of that. They've done a great job. And so for us to be able to join in as one uh, and us be able to rally down the stretch, and, you know, obviously things had to fall into place for us to win the championship uh, or co-champions, whatever you want to call it. And I told our players, I said, you know, God had a plan, and, that's why it all happened. Did he want somebody to lose? Well, I don't know. But guess what? They lost. We won. So we won the championship. And I think what's one thing that is special with our men and women winning is that mine and Jay's relationship goes back to our parents. You know, our parents were friends. Our our dads went to high school, middle school together. And I just think it's like a family with us with men and women's basketball and both teams getting that opportunity to win the championship for us as head coaches. And then our teams are very close. They support each other. You know, they're fans of each other. And I just think that makes it very special. And and so I think it's a a really a win for our university. Uh, I think it's a win for our community. And I think it shows that, you know, let's support basketball in general. Uh, And I think it can make a difference in our community. And I think we can raise money in basketball. I do. I think money can be made in basketball um, with us both having success. Obviously, men's basketball is going to make more money than women's basketball. But, you know, I just think that it shows the sellout that they had. Holy yeah. smoke. You know, and you're not, you know, in, in basketball, you're not traveling with a hundred and something right. people. And I just, I'm just really, really proud for Jay and his group, and I'm really proud for our players and getting the opportunity to be able to – because we talk a lot about hanging banners, hanging banners. 
And that's what I told this group at the end. Guess what? You get to hang a banner. Mm. You get to hang a banner. Right. And not every team gets to do that. Uh, And, you know, Coach, uh, a lot of the games down the stretch, I mean, you won the games here at the end close. Even some of the losses, the loss at Marshall earlier in the year. Close. Just razor close down to the end. So your kids are used to playing under a lot of pressure right down to the the final buzzer. Yeah, you know, the Marshall game, I mean, it went down to the wire and we get a steal on an inbounds pass. The freshman tips the ball, Sarday Watkins, you know, and instead of pitching it up, you know, she gets the tip and gets the ball and <clears throat> brings it up the floor and we mishandle the ball there. And then at Texas State, and, and I will tell you, that Marshall trip was crazy. And that's what I was – I had breakfast this morning with Jeff Mitchell over at the Midtowner and uh, I told him, I said, the crazy thing was we took so many Dramamine going through the mountains from Marshall to App. We were still kind of drugged even on game day, mm-hmm. uh, just trying to stay awake to even play that game because it was so windy through there. And it was challenging for us. And, you know, if, if, we, if it was a straight road, we might have been a little better for us. Or if we had another opportunity or another way to travel, maybe we, that outcome could have been a little different. But it was a close game. Then we go to Texas State, go from Arkansas State to Texas State, to San Marcos, Texas, and we have a free throw to win it in regulation. And we miss it. And make one, miss one. That's a one-point ball game. And then it goes into overtime. And, again, Dom Davis goes out early in that game. And I'm telling you, we were just flatlined in that overtime. We were just slam out of gas in game two of the, the that series. And, you know, so we have. Games we've won's been close. Games we've lost have been close. Right. And um, so I'm just glad the last few games have ended up on our side. We've won more of those close games than we've lost. Right. So I think that's a huge plus. All right. Arkansas State plays Monroe, and the winner of that plays Georgia Southern. As you look right. at that bracket, the uh, – your thoughts of of who you may prefer or prefer not to play if you want to comment on that. You know, I don't you know, I don't know. I think this time of the year obviously it's no records count and anybody can win. Uh the only reason I would say I'd rather play somebody that I know, however I do understand at the same time it's difficult to beat somebody three times. Uh but I do think that personally I think I would rather play Arkansas State or ULM just because we know them. And like I said earlier, you know, Georgia Southern just makes me nervous because we've not seen them in person. We've not played them this year. And on film, they kind of make me panic. And it's like Jack told me yesterday, just take a deep breath and calm down there. Because they have Taryn Ward. Taryn Ward's a player, leads our league in scoring. I mean, she is a six-foot guard that can score anywhere, anytime. And they run. They shoot it fast. They shoot it quick. Um. You know, our, our transition day's got to be on top of it. And so, I don't know. I would rather not play somebody I didn't know. Now, they probably wouldn't want to play somebody they didn't know either. But mm-hmm. you know what? We're going to toss it up. We're going to give it our best. Our focus going into the tournament is three things. you got to rebound the basketball, keep them off the glass, and we got to go get extra shots. That's number one. Number two, got to take care of the basketball. We can't give them free possessions, turn the ball over. we got to take care of the basketball. And we've got to communicate and communicate verbally and physically to be able to get a win. 
All right, Coach, we got time for one more question. I'm going to throw it over here to Santa Cla- I mean, Kelly Santa. <laughs> oh, man. Joy Lee. I love you guys. You I have stepped you in it. You, hey, Santa Claus. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Santa Claus. That's it. Real quick, Joy Lee. Of course, Arkansas State, your son Connor McNellis is on the staff at Arkansas State. And how does it feel? I just want you to put your mom hat on for a minute to know that, that there's, a, there's a possibility that your son is going to be on the other sideline trying to beat your brains out if it comes down to that? Well, it's kind of like when we played him here and we played him there. He don't want any part of me talking to him the day before the game. He says, I try to mess with his mind, and I really don't. I really don't. He just takes it as that. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of what he's been able to do, and I wish him much success in this career. Uh, but I'm telling you, it doesn't matter who's on the other bench. When it's time to play, it's time to compete. You know, we've got to be able to get a win. Fair enough. There we go. Well, Coach, uh, I think you know how we feel, and uh, we'll, we uh, we now really correction hope you how two of you feel. <laughs> <laughs> when have your feelings ever mattered to you at all, Kelly? Ever? <laughs> well, since I've watched Doctor Phil and Oprah, <laughs> Coach, uh, can you take him with you and get him out of our hair for a few days? Is that possible? No, no, no. We want the Lady Eagles to be at their best the in Pensacola. <laughs> Coach, uh, tell Dom I'll look forward to talking to her this afternoon, okay. and I'll see you after practice. Okay. Thank you. All right. Coach All right. Y'all have a great day. All right. Coach All right. Charlie, you know, really, Bob. That was great. You going, going, going down there as a Southern Miss fan, you can see – you talk about getting a bang for your buck, that the women oh, and the men sure. are getting to be – They play at 5 – the women play at 5 o'clock Friday, the men at 11.30 Saturday morning – and you're going to Pensacola. Right. So you go to Pensacola, see the women's game at 5, go out and have a nice dinner somewhere, right. whatever. Right. The fish house. What that's Get up Saturday morning. The men's game is the first one on the dock at Saturday. So right. back see, to See, if games. you were in Pensacola with Kelly and you were paying, you'd go to the fish house. If Kelly were paying, probably Taco Bell, maybe. Mm, you gotta, you'd have to really be – we'd hey. have to find out if there's any buffets first. We, we mentioned this to Coach McNellis off-air. Hey, guys, there's only going to be one game going on in the arena at the time. No curtain, no confusion about which team, which crowd's cheering for which game. We're in a new conference. Sayonara Conference USA. All right. We'll wrap up the show right after this. Basketball day on the Eagle Island. Southern Miss to the top. Appreciate Jay Ladner and Joy Lee McNellis joining us on this basketball day on the Eagle Hour. First time in school history men and women win a regular season conference championship in the same season. First year of Sunbelt uh, basketball for Southern Miss uh, championship edition. So good stuff. Appreciate them joining us. If you missed that, you can go back and listen to those interviews on demand, supertalk.fm, or in all of our podcasting platforms, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Audible. Eagle Hour final segment on a Tuesday from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel, Luke, Bob, and Kelly. couple news and notes. Golf right now in second place. Lady Eagle golf team uh, at the 
down. I can't pronounce this because it is a Bayou name in Louisiana. They're in Covington, uh, by the way, at the Collegiate Invitational. We're two shots back, guys. You'll never dream who we're two shots behind. South Al. There you go. But we are ahead of Troy, Georgia State, and Toledo right now. Lady Eagles had a phenomenal uh, round yesterday, fifth lowest uh, score in program history. Uh, so yesterday, Momoko Ando uh, shot a 71 uh, and then shot another 71 as they played 36 yesterday. So Lady Eagles wrapping up today. Uh, we should mention, as we were talking basketball, the Gillum Trophy finalist for Southern Miss, Dominique Davis, the Howell Trophy finalist, Austin Crowley. Now that's the uh, the C Spire Outstanding Athlete Award. So both of those Golden Eagles will be uh, finalists in, in those as well. So uh, tonight, guys, all eyes, um, if you can... We say all eyes. For a lot of us, it'll be ears because that's the only way we can actually uh, take part in the game. Did find out tonight's game against Mississippi State. It's on SEC Plus, which apparently is like a complimentary station to SEC Network. So my understanding, don't take me to the bank on this, but from what I read uh, on um, the, the streaming websites, if you get SEC Network as a part of your ESPN uh, or, or cable package, I should say, if you log into ESPN Plus, SEC Network Plus should be available. So if you have an ESPN Plus subscription and you are logged in on your cable provider, you get SEC Network, you should be able to watch the game tonight um, at Trustmark Course. Uh, Southern Miss Radio Network will be um, there uh, tonight as well. Southern Miss throwing left-hander Tyler Martin, uh, big lefty transfer from Nebraska. Mississippi State will be countering with left-hander Bradley Lofton. He's a freshman. He's 0-1 on the year, hasn't given up a run. Lefties tonight after we didn't really see any uh, starting lefties all weekend long. Well, it's the age-old question. How big a game is this for Southern Miss? I kind of look at it this way, and I think this is the way, I believe I'm pretty confident in being right about this. This is the way the team looks at it. It's another midweek game. It's not... It's not any more special because of who they're playing. It's it's another midweek game, and they want to try to win every midweek game they can. And and you think that Southern Miss has got some Debbie Downers? I mean, Mississippi State, the the Bulldogs are kind of struggling to find their identity, you know, this year. So they had a they had a real good weekend. Hosted Arizona State, got drilled Friday, and then bounced back Saturday and destroyed the Sun Devils Sunday. So State's on a two two game winning streak. They're five and three on the year. This is an opportunity tonight because you're going to see really good arms, but it's an opportunity tonight for Southern Miss to get people across the plate. That You lose a series because you left 48 guys on base. So it, it's also an opportunity as you don't know how long Martin will go, maybe two or three innings, um, you, but it's an, another opportunity for some of those young guys you know, to, to make impressions. In, in a, in a big-time atmosphere against uh, a, a good SEC team. Well, I guess my point being this, I, I do believe the Southern Miss baseball program has reached a point where, you know, playing Mississippi State is not the, who we're playing Mississippi State that it may have been 10 years ago. Fair? Yeah, I think I think uh, from an outsider looking in, maybe you got two two great programs. I right. mean, like I said, they were equal na- programs. Yeah, na- would national champions two years ago, for heaven's right. sakes. You right. know, so... It's it, but but as a player, and I can't speak to it uh, because I'm I'm getting old. But we we would mark that as special. Not not to your point, Bob. Not that it's like a you know a World Series game in baseball. Not at all. But you only get to play them one time a year. Ole Miss, you get to play twice, 
and it's an in-state school. And they, to Kelly's point, they won the national championship two years ago. So it's not like you're looking up to them in that, but it's a very special game any time because of because baseball is really the only time that these schools play year yearly. Yeah, I get that. I I, I don't disagree with that. I'm so just you, you circle it. You're right. You don't look up to it anymore. You circle it because it's a special game playing in a minor league park. You don't circle it because you're intimidated by them, but it is a special right. game. And, and and I want to bounce back to basketball, no pun intended to you guys real quick. Because the Eagles ahead, won the conference <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> because the Eagles won the conference outright, they're guaranteed an NIT bid. Yes? So that's men are. La- ladies aren't men are. Yes. Yeah, the men are. That's what I'm talking about. The men's team. So you know, regardless of what happens, the men are going to be playing somewhere postseason. That game would be here. If not, not right. Well, you would we certainly just, hope well, so. Well, you would. You would, it depends on the, the seating. But right. yeah, I mean, let's not even think about that. Let's get to the dance. No, first. no. But I just, of course, we all want the, the NCAA Bob, tournament. But it's good to know that they're going to be somewhere. Bob, in honor of Santa Claus, uh, yes. Kelly, Thursday <laughs> is my birthday. So. I'm not. I'm not going to make any official requests, but Santa Claus. Yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you this weekend. Well, so I can say, good. Luke, that you have been a bad boy. Yeah. Keep that in mind, jolly old man. <laughs> All right. So the guys will have the show tomorrow. Billy Wiles, Clemson transfer, Holman Edwards, Houston transfer, quarterbacks. Patrick McGee, we've got great shows all the rest of the week. We hope you'll be here every day at 1. Beyonce's just going to have to wait. She's, she's put off at least for a week. <laughs> Southern Miss. <laughs> to, to the, the top. top. Like an eagle, to the sea. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.